BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Morning Toast. Happy Thursday, also known as the Eve of Friday. Hope everyone's having a great day. Hey, Jax. Hey. Thursday's always, you know, a good one. So Can't much. Can't complain on a Thursday. So much hope in the air. Yeah, so much to look forward to. I was talking to Brew this morning and our favorite time of the week, we live five days for the two days where we can sleep in together. Mm. And so I was like, Brew, one more sleep till it's our favorite time of the week. And he's like, mom, go do your thing. Mom, go do your thing. Bring home that coin, mom. Yeah. He's like, you got to put kibble on the table. Boys got to eat. Get to work. I said, Brew, I love how you understand how it works. I hope everyone had an amazing day, enjoyed yesterday's episode, which I thought to be particularly hilarious. That's so funny. You keep saying that. No, like, I don't want to jinx or anything, but like, we're killing it. We're on it. a roll. We are. Maybe we should make this our career. Oh, today's no exception, Jax. Like, we're going to kill it today, too. Oh my God, look at you and your positive attitude. You're now four for four on days of positivity. You know what? I'm so glad that you brought that up because there's something I want to share. Um, and I feel like if I say it on the podcast, like I have to be kept, kept accountable. But like ever since Monday, I've just had this like whole new outlook on life and just like I have so many things coming up. I have my tour coming up, which I'll be announcing dates soon. I have, you know, Simon's wedding where like literally the entire Kardashian family will be at. I'm going on a trip with Brian and I just have all these things coming up and I want to be like the best version of myself, both physically and emotionally and mentally. And I feel like I'm really getting on a good like track with the mental like I've been so positive lately right yeah it's the Yom Kippur effect you and because I was gonna say to what do we owe this pleasure I just feel like I'm coming out of like my summer slump Lump. like I was just like drinking every night like eating like shit not taking care of my body like I feel like I've been drinking so much water like I don't know if you've noticed like almost every day there's water in my Love Island bottle like, that's a really big deal for me, you guys. That's the intended effect. That's why they have them on the show. Like, I think they would dehydrate out there otherwise. 100%. No, and, like, something about this little straw, like, slurpy thing, like, makes drinking water kind of fun. Look at you. No, I know. Jackie, I'm telling you, like, I've lost two pounds because I've been working. I've been walking to work every day because, like, now that I'm getting back on tour, like, I cannot be, like, so as out of shape as I am whilst on the road. And, you know, at the end of last tour, like, I got so snatched. Like, maybe that'll happen again. Um... So I don't know. I'm just feeling like this is a new me. And I encourage you, find a new version of yourself. You're going to like what you see. I guarantee it. Okay. So do you have any tips or tricks for, you know. For getting in the headspace? That's the hardest part about it. Like, 
I just feel like honestly like you have to hit rock bottom like and I feel mm-hmm. like I hit rock bottom like a week ago like I just woke up one particular one per- day particularly hungover mm. and I had just been like acting like an animal the night before and I was like you know what like we got it's time to grow up you know so I think it's really all about like how you see your life and how you see yourself that's wow. what I would say this is a, like just we're gonna have to put this podcast in a different category no inspirational it's, it's literally education whatever that category is there's an education category and i'm teaching you how to be your best self all you have to do is join my mlm ten thousand dollars to buy in and i'll see you at the meeting what are you selling positivity and you actually can't put a price on it you actually sound like a pyramid scheme no not to be confused with an mlm join my team full of boss babes (laughs) we're selling positivity and we're changing lives and you can be a boss babe from your own home well now that's something worth thinking about. Well, if it's about. from your own home. <laughs> well, I don't have to leave. <laughs> um, so yeah, don't mind me just being like positive queen over here. That's so beautiful. I mean, yeah. we love to see it. We love to see change. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. So much positivity, like, rating out of my nostrils. We love to see change. Oh, my God. Okay, you guys. So Jackie and I were in the street yesterday. And if you're watching <laughs> on YouTube or if you're actually if you're listening to the podcast, there's, like, this hand gesture that is like viral on TikTok. I think it's like big in the gaming community when like you're shy or like you're meeting people on the internet. I don't know. You like put your fingers together and you make this like signal that's like I'm shy. And it's become like a thing on TikTok, like a dance move. It's like, mm, <laughs> like Jackie did it to me in the street yesterday. And when I tell you, I was shocked, honey. I was in tears almost. Because first of all, how do you know that? So I know it because. And did you know what it meant when you did it? No, I didn't know it meant I'm shy, but I remember seeing a meme that was like an emoji of like a a face, a blushing face with two fingers pointing at Mm -hmm. each other. And I can, you know, also surmise that's in some TikTok dances. I've seen Addison go like this. Yeah. Um, And just the question that you asked me, I forget what it was, but like this was the only logical answer. And you also made the accompanying like facial expression. It's like this pout, like, hmm. I'm shy. And I was really shocked to hear you say that. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I said it with my whole chest. <laughs> you did. And like, it stopped me dead in my tracks, like on the street. Like I was floored the house down. Yeah. Shocked. I, I'm, I, I don't know what to tell you. Every day we're getting closer and closer to you getting back on TikTok. I'm telling you. The, the no, I'm telling you. Up. I'm farther and farther away. Even though I saw that there think. was some love for AC out there because, you know, my TikTok was just a counselor snitch fan page and was run by AC. Um, and people clearly really related to that and they miss her. And I, you know, love for AC like warms my heart so much because like she is so close to your heart. Everything to me. She's like, really a piece of you. If you come for AC, like you're coming for me. Un- AC, by the way, is American camper. And if you need a background on the camper saga ask your local toaster ask your local toaster exactly um so it was nice to see everyone like talking about how they missed ac on the talk and like please come back but i'm sorry but everything that you send me just makes me feel even stronger about my decision okay fine you know what like me trying to get you on tiktok is like you trying to get me to read a historical fiction novel i'm useless and disappointing speaking of last night i was watching outlander and then i switched to beverly hills and i was like I can't go back to Outlander. One, I'm, I'm so nervous all the time that I'm going to see something. And two, 
there's so many moments where it's not good. Like they're constantly on the run. Everything's always going wrong. Like I need shows where there are some wins for the main character. And some it stability. It can't always be bad. Like mm-hmm. I need to see my faves winning sometimes. No, that's true. And so I was like, I don't want to go back. It's like puts me and Brew on edge too. Like he hears a small sound and he start, starts barking. I'm like, I can't do this to Brew. I think I should go back to reading because I'll sleep better when I read. And I, it's just better for me. But then I could not find anything to I read? wanted to read. Like I was completely at a loss. I sort of Fix wanted her to up. read another Tessa Bailey book. I sort of wanted to read like a, a, a silly rom-com book similar to it. It happened one summer be, just to be like transported, you know, nothing crazy. You don't have to think too hard. I couldn't really find anything. And then also I would see some titles. I'm like, this looks too stupid. Mm-hmm. So then I would go to something that looks more serious. I'm like, this looks too serious. So Holy many looks. books. Exactly. I wound up starting... Jane Eyre. Oh my god. I can't. I can't. I've never read it. It's such a classic for a reason. You know, I read the description. It sounds like a a great novel. And, you know, scores of readers have really fallen in love with Jane over the scores, yes. Over many centuries. Scores. Scores of centuries, too. Scores of centuries, scores of readers, and I'm reading Jane Eyre, everyone. And I'm I'm reading pivoting completely. I'm reading the sequel to the Tessa Bailey Fix Her Up. I can't remember what it's called. What is the book called? Whatever. It's not that great. You should try Jane Eyre. No, but I'm so happy for you. I'm just, I needed to pick something. And I just, I'm glad that I picked something. No, it's... And so far I'm 5% in and... And you're happy with your choice? I'm happy with, I'm fine with my choice. I just needed to make a choice. Good, because it's the one you got. I just needed to make a choice. I feel that. Um, but Beverly Hills was on last night, and I did catch up with the episode from the previous week because I hadn't seen it. And I have a lot to say in our TV recap, so I'm very much looking forward to breaking that down with you, sister. Me too. And some news just dropped this morning. Um, about Tom? About Tom. It's about Tom. It's literally about Tom, and so we'll talk about that fifth and final story leading into the TV recap. It also just like makes everything from last night shown in a completely different light. Yeah. So I guess, I mean, do you have any Downton updates that you want to share? I watched a ton of Downton. Like, me and Ben are officially separated on the matter. It always happens. It had to happen. Like, Ben is, you know, he went to a concert last night. Tonight he's going to a dinner. Like, I spend my nights in bed on the weeknights, and I like to enjoy my shows. So if Ben's not going to be home in bed, then I'm just going to have to take matters into my own hands. And I finished season four last night, and it's just so good. I mean, I'm still, like, waiting with bated breath to find out what happened with Edith's mystery man. But she did burn the house down, quite literally, and that was probably one of the funniest things ever. She literally almost burned down, like, the entire palace, but thankfully it was just contained to her bedroom, thanks to Mr. Barrow. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I don't really have any updates until, like, I find out what the fuck happened to Michael Gregson. Okay. I could tell you, but I won't. No, no, no. It's much too good for children. Yeah. Stay tuned. I will. Okay. I think and- we should... Get into everything. Yeah, except like I've really been noticing because I've been so immersed in the Downton landscape that I've really started to talk like differently. No, with, that's like Australian, but um, like, with an accent no, or just words. Words, like yeah, that'll happen. Like if I'm, if I love you, instead I'll be like I love you. I'll always say like, not always, but like recently I've started saying, I love you so very much, so very much. And that's beautiful. I haven't heard that from you. <laughs> well, because I don't tell you I love you. That's why. Because you you're think, mean to me. And, and you, you make think fun that's of me. right. That's why. And you think that's you make right. Because you make fun of me. Cause you make fun of me. What do I make fun you of you You just made about? fun of me. You just made fun of me. I don't think that I did. So maybe if you were kinder, 
I would tell you that, that I you would, so you don't love that me. I would tell you that I love you very much. No, I do love you, but I don't feel the need to tell you when you're making fun of me, mocking my passions. If we're going to talk about mocking passions, I don't mock your passions. We're going to start. I just somewhere ignore else. them. We're going to start somewhere else. I don't ignore your passions, Jackie. I just pretend they don't exist. And that hurts too. And it still we should talk about that. And it still doesn't take away from me letting you know how dearly I love you. Well, Jackie, I love you so very much. Very, very much. What? They don't even say that. Yes, they do. And instead of like, like, I love you so much. They're like, I love you so very much. They so, don't tell each other they love each other. It doesn't happen often. But when it does, it's quite beautiful and impactful and influential on me. Okay, whatever. And instead of being like, yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm always like, I'm very pleased. You should be pleased. I'm very, very pleased. And then when you're in the shower, are you like, can you pass me your ladyship? So <laughs> no. But when I see Ben, I'm like, get the fuck out of my way, my lord. Thank you. Nice. Except like, I think in our house, Ben would be like a footman and I'm the damage accountant. And it's his lordship, which I don't feel like his lordship and his ladyship is what they called. Yeah, but who do you call my lord? Would, would like a, a footman have called Matthew Crawley that? No, his lordship. No, they were calling him Mr. Matthew anyway. It's confusing. No, the names make no sense. Yeah. Okay, let's get into the Fast Five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode is brought to you by Relief Band, the number one FDA-cleared anti-nausea wristband that has been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and so much more. So get you girls who could do both. Jackie loves the Relief Band for her morning sickness, and I love my Relief Band for the other type of morning sickness, a hangover. The product is 100% drug-free, non-drowsy, and provides all-natural, long-lasting relief with zero side effects for as long as needed. The technology was developed over 20 years ago and is used in hospitals to relieve nausea, but patients now through the relief band are available to use the technology. So again, it's perfect if you get sick in cars or on boats, you have anxiety, pregnancy, morning sickness. Uh, it's so easy. You just strap on the, the band. Doesn't You don't even feel it. You forget it's on and it just immediately gets rid of your nausea. It's a fabulous, magical product. Mm -hmm. As you're getting ready to take a road trip, hop on your boat, or you're just getting anxious about, you know, the world's coming back, we've got good news. Relief Band has an exclusive offer just for the Toast listeners. If you go to reliefband.com and use the promo code TOAST, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping and a no questions asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So head to reliefband, R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use the promo code TOAST for 20% off plus free shipping. It's a fabulous, fabulous product. It's a fabulous product. It provides a lot of relief for all different kinds of nausea. Can't recommend it highly enough. First story, exciting news. SNL lineup is here. And you guys, you guys, it's, it's happening. It's happening. So new season will kick off on October 2nd. Which, by the way, like, I feel like I used to talk so much shit on SNL. And, like, it still, like, doesn't always get it. Get it. But during the pandemic, I was... Well, not like the dark episodes where they were doing it from home. But like once they got back in studio, it really was like a bright spot in my week. Like I really enjoyed it. So I'm very much looking forward to it coming back. It, for me, it just depends on the person hosting. And of course. And it has to be someone that I literally die for and we've been delivered. Because the season kicks off on October 2nd. Host will be Owen Wilson with musical guest Casey Musgraves. I mean, I think that's going to be incredible. Yeah, I do think Owen Wilson is like really random. Because like, okay, Owen is the blonde brother, right? Not mm -hmm. Luke, yeah. but... Justice for Luke. I think Luke is, like, the better brother. Um, why? He have something coming out? Loki, he stars in. Oh, he does? Yeah. L-O-K-I? L-O-K-I. 
Doesn't also Taylor Swift's ex-boyfriend? Yes, that's what I associate with Loki. Me I think too. he is Loki. Me too. And then I think Owen is, you know, a friend of. I don't know. This seems friend like of Loki. Casey's excellent. I'm not talking about Casey. I'm just, just talking about the host for like the season opener. It seems kind of lackluster. No, I think that this is good. But also, it's not bad. It's not great. It's good. Owen Wilson is a very good, funny actor. It's going to be great. Now we're two people in a blender, whatever, saving lives. He's a very funny guy. So it'll be good. I just thought like star power wise, it was kind of random. No, no, no. This works for me. Okay. I like, I'm not going to issue a complaint because I'm always complaining. Have Luke, then, and, ha, have Luke and Owen Wilson like ever been in the same room or even acknowledged the fact that they're brothers? Definitely. Really? I feel like they don't. No, I think they're, they're fine as brothers. I just don't think they're annoying about it. And I Are think we annoying about it? <laughs> we do every single thing together. Who do you think like has like, who do you like better? I mean, I love Luke because of Legally Blonde. I know, but he's literally been in nothing else. No, no, he's always just like, you know, the good boyfriend. Yeah. But Owen is just so funny. And so some, funny. like, the internship yeah. and Wedding Crashers, it's just so good. You know, I've never seen Wedding Crashers, like, in full. You're missing out, honestly. I know, but like. It's that good. Now, every time, it's like, when we pay, play, well, I've never played with you, obviously, but like, when I play two truths and a lie like with random people like in college and stuff I would always be like I've never seen wedding crashers and like it's like that thing about me and it was a truth so I feel like I can't see it now oh I mean if you need it for that purpose then then fine you never know when you're gonna be thrown into a game of two truths and a lie I know and you always need to come prepared and I never am never like it's literally the worst but I fucking also, game like I want to start putting myself taking myself out of situations that they're hella toxic two truths and a lie because it's just it's not for me. And even I thought on my wellness retreat, like during orientation, like we would have Did to play. No, we didn't. Thank okay, God. Thank and that's how I knew it was the right retreat for me. Right, right, But if right. I find myself in a situation where it's like we're playing two truths and a lie, I'm just removing myself. I'm, I'm an adult. Like, I can do what I want. Well, the thing is, And like, I'm going to step away. We don't work in those types of environments. Like, it's literally the four of us. Like, there's no one here. So maybe we could play two truths and a lie later. But I think as an adult, a lot of where you get those torturous icebreakers are when you work for, like, corporate companies and you do, like, team, team building, building. Yeah. Company off-sites, like, stupid shit like that. So probably the last time I did it was, like, on Birthright. Oh, that's which, the perfect place for it. But also, if I was on Birthright and I, I excused myself, it was when it was my turn, I was like, I'm not standing for this. Like, I wouldn't have made any friends. So sometimes you do have to break the ice, which is unfortunate. Anyways, just come prepared. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, if you're trying to make it like funny, like I've on more than one occasion wanted to be like, and everyone would think it was a lie. Like, okay, one of my truths is like, Cuba Gooding Jr. stuck his finger on my butt when I was at 16 in a club. And then, then it just gets like dark. So it's really just not a fun game. No, no, it's not a fun game. That's but that a, is an interesting fact about me. It is. Very interesting. It is interesting. Back to the story at hand. October 9th, SNL host Kim Kardashian West with musical guest Halsey. You this guys. is amazing. This is so incredible. I never thought about this happening. Me neither. And it never occurred to me that she's never done it. Or that any of the sisters have never done it. And I think she's going to be so good. Because she's so funny. She's so down. And obviously, if she's putting herself in the SNL environment, she's willing to go with the flow. Well, yeah. I'm nervous for her because, like, you know, Kim, like, hates dancing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she remember that whole Prince concert yeah, thing? Yeah. She hates to dance. And I just feel like it's like a personality thing with her. Like, 
She's always in control. She's like always in charge. I'm actually nervous for her. Like I'm not gonna lie. No, I'm, like, sure I'm not saying she, I don't think she's, she's gonna be bad. I'm sure she's nervous too, but she's putting herself out of her comfort zone. She's gonna do something new. And also, like Kim doesn't fail. Like if she sets her mind to this, it's gonna be so funny. That's true. And also, even if she's like awkward or nervous, like she's gonna be so cute. Like during her monologue, I'm dying. I can't wait. This is as exciting. Probably even a little more exciting than Elon Musk, honestly. By the way, her monologue is going to be great. She's a great speaker. She's always going to conferences. I'm not worried about her monologue at all. What I did find interesting is that she's still going by KKW mm-hmm. on the little index card that said Kim Kardashian West. The only thing that could have made this better if, is if Kanye were the musical guest. Yeah. And or, I mean, he has a new album out, so it's not unfathomable. Or like someone who's like a part of the Kardashian crew, you know? Because Halsey's like very much team Taylor Swift. Oh. You know? No, I don't. That was know. my first thought. I don't know. No, well, I'm sure. Like, actually, I'm, sure I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure Halsey will jump in some skits, and everybody loves Kim. And by the way, everyone really loves Halsey too. Is, Halsey's is that what a they great say? gal. Yeah, she's a great gal. Say? Okay, she's a great gal. It's gonna be historic, honestly. And there's they announced more people, right? Yes, of course. But I just we need to ruminate on this particular. This is why it's a story. Of course, I the mean, first story. And you know what? I got, I like went on like a rabbit hole, just thought wise. When they post these cards, like, who's writing this? Like, who is the writer? The writer of SNL font. But maybe it's... it's a font. Oh, I never thought of that. Right. Because that's a lot of pressure for one hand. No, and you're saying this one hand has been working for SNL forever? Like, yeah. And what happens after this person, you know, passes away? Yeah. Or moves the, on. Like, what if they want a promotion? And Lauren's like, I'm sorry, there's no more cards for you to write. Right. <laughs> like, the card writing industry is dead. Yeah. So this was just a thought. I never thought of it as a font. That's a really good call. I think it's a font because look at the way all the Octobers are the exact same. There's no... Oh, my you're 100% right. I'm like a forensic handwriting analysis. Literally. We should get an answer. But that's a good, that's a good call. Okay. Because then I thought it would be cool to do, like, a whole documentary on this person. Like, I was thinking, like, that's something, like, Vice would do, you know? Yeah, and that I would not watch. Okay. Are we ready to move on from Kim? I just want to, I can't overstate it enough. So excited. So proud of Kim for stepping out of her comfort zone. Yeah, she always has control, but like she's putting herself in a situation. She doesn't know what's going to happen. And I'm just so excited for her. Me too. And you know what else I actually really like about SNL? They don't give us like so, oh, next January, Kim. It's in two weeks. Like Agreed. And they only announce like three or four at a time. So we don't get too excited for something that's more than a month away. Agreed. I actually really appreciate that. Okay. Then on October 16th, we have host Rami Malek. He will be joined by musical guest Young Thug. And I will be skipping that one. Yeah, but I'll have to take the week off after all the excitement from, from Kim. Kim. Yeah, it'll be too much. <laughs> and then the following week on October 23rd, we have Jason Sudeikis hosting with singer Brandi Carlisle. Fucking love Brandi Carlisle. We love a country music representation. Um, and, you know, I'll actually be very interested to see Jason Sudeikis because if they don't address, like, the obvious elephant in the room. Harry Styles. Of course. Um, like, I know he has other things going on, like Ted Lasso, Sweat the Emmys. He's, like, having this great career moment. But, like, he's also having this, like, other thing. And I would just love for them to address it. I just feel like the Jason Sudeikis stands, like, Ted Lasso stands, like, really don't think about the Harry Styles piece. Like, they're two totally different groups of people. Yes, but then the, the people who live in the real world who, do, who are not, like, up Jason Sudeikis' butt. Like, when I hear Jason Sudeikis, I'm like, Harry Styles. But you're up Harry Styles' butt. No, I'm not. Just because he follows me on Instagram, Jackie. No, I would say you're in God, the I camp. God, I can't believe you made me bring that up. You're in the camp of people who are up Harry Styles' butt. I'm really There's not. people who are up Jason Sudeikis' butt. And the, the twain never shall meet. I just want to say, I'm really not up Harry Styles' butt. Like, I Compared might- to the average American, 
I think you are. No, I not think... In, not, like, no shade. No, no. Probably I'm, compared to the average American, like, I might be in his crack. Like. I'm, no, by the way, I'm not taking any slight offense to it at all. Okay. I'm just saying, like, actually, I'm really not, like, the biggest, like, Harry Styles fan. Like, yes, do I feel connected to him because he follows me on Instagram? Yes, I do. Um, but, like, I don't know if I'm going to go see him on tour. Like, I'm not, like, so far up his ass. Like, but you've I, already seen him. Yeah, because, like... You went to his tour. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did with the Snatchler. We went to the Today Show. Uh, that's even crazier. The Today Show invited <laughs> that's me. for people who are up his butt. Jackie, that was a work event. The Today Show invited me. Okay, no, I, but I, you and the Snatchler went to see Harry Styles, I believe. Yeah, like a million years ago. Okay. Like, I just, and you had a One Direction poster hanging in your dorm. Oh, by the way, I'm fully up the ass of One Direction. I, not even, I'm so who's far up favorite, the ass, I'm coming out of their throat. Who's your favorite member of One Direction? <laughs> I'd have to think about that, but probably <laughs> Lewis. Okay. No, it's Harry, obviously, but like, I just, like, currently, like, I'm not, and I don't even, like, I'm not, like, I don't know why you're fucking gaslighting me. Like, I'm not gaslighting you. I'm being very direct. No, but you're like, you are trying to convince me that I am a Harry Styles fan. I'm trying to show you that you are. But I'm letting you know, like, I'm really not, I don't even know that much of his music that isn't, like, (laughs) super popular. Like, I know Sign of the Times. Okay. I know, um, Watermelon sugar. Oh, of course. Everyone knows that song. You know, just give me a second. I wish I could pull up my Spotify, like, like. Da- data and let you know, like, how little I listen. <laughs> but that's not saying I don't like Harry Styles. I love him. Like, of course. He's so cute. But, like, I'm not trying to be offensive. But, like, okay, Watermelon Sugar, sure. Adore You? I don't think I know that song. I think you do. Sing it. I don't know how it goes, but it's, like, it's ever, like the title is everywhere. Okay. Just play it for a second. But then... Oh, yeah. Of course. Walking by for you. Okay. Falling. Falling. I'm falling. I um, keep on falling. No, no. Remember, I, I tried to sing this song on the show the other day okay. when we were falling into fall. I'm falling. What the fuck? I, I mean, I have a horrible voice. You know this song. Oh, that was not what you sang. I tried my best. Okay, then there's um, Golden. I know that You're one. You're so golden. You're so golden. Okay, anyways, let's like, call it truce. Yeah, like, I, I, I don't know why this is, like, becoming a thing. Like, I like Harry Styles for sure, but, like, I'm not up his butt. I think it's very normal to see Jason Sudeikis and think of Harry Styles. That's the original point I was trying okay. to make. Okay, and now that we've gotten down this rabbit hole this episode would only be made better if it was jason as host harry as musical guest oh my god that would make my life that would be crazy i mean they might have to start co-parenting so like it's better that they just get on the right foot a hundred percent okay so that's all the snl hosting guests we have so far so they announced what three or four weeks four. that's exciting it's exciting and i like that they don't like schedule a whole lineup for the whole year because you know people change people and people be- come up they come down someone could be a nobody right now and famous in november olivia rodrigo like that's how it happens uh-huh. so i really um i'm very excited i'm very excited as well and are you ready for our next story yeah um Megan Fox and Kourtney Kardashian are the new faces of Skim's Cotton Collection. So And they are brilliant. heating up the internet. It was a sickening photo shoot. I mean, all the Skim's 
merchandising is gorgeous. But this was just like a sick photo shoot, like two like snatched girls, like eating an apple. It was gorgeous. But also the sheer concept of it, like, oh my God, this is just like the marketing machine that is the Kardashian empire. And like, you can deny it. You can deny it all you want. But like, this is proof. Like, they are so fucking smart. Mm-hmm. It's twisted how smart they are. No, it's twisted. These pictures are everything. Like, and it just like confirms like Megan and Courtney are are this close. These pictures were probably taken a while ago too. Right. They both look so incredible. Like, I'm buying what they're selling. Me too. And it really is Kim. Like, she's so on trend. Even when she had, like, Addison in the Skims campaign. Like, she's just crushing it. No, and Skims is just, like, everything of the sort, you know? Yeah. I, like... I always forget that Kim even has other companies like her fragrances and KKW Beauty, which is like in the process of a rebrand. But like Skims is absolutely everything. And Skims is a billion dollar industry. Yeah. And these pictures were so gorgeous. Flames. I loved it. I was shocked. I just was not expecting to see it at all. Okay. But now here's my question. Does she pay them? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But like I, I think she pays them like their market value. Value price. Because honestly, like I think that this relationship that Megan Fox has had with Machine Gun Kelly and therefore like thrust into this Kardashian world um, has been like the most attention Megan Fox has gotten in years. Cause like she's always been really, really famous, but she has had this weird career where she was blackballed in 2009 and like she hasn't really got that many movie roles anymore. So like, I think you get, there are multiple ways of getting paid. And I think the attention, the press, all of it, it's a huge yeah. Value to Megan Fox. In addition to the, of course, you have to pay like a day rate. Right. I don't think this was like charity work for sure. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, do you think Courtney gets paid? No. I think she should. I think she should too. She probably does. I, she probably does. But uh, yeah, it's just curious, you yeah. know? Because like, obviously I would do a Skims campaign for free, but mm. I'm not Megan Fox. I mean, like I would, but then I think about like, I'd have to be in my Skims and then I'm like, that would take a lot of money. Oh, you think? Yeah. I know I, I would come to peace with it for free. Mm, just no. want to meet Kim. I need at least a billion dollars. I just need to have a talk with the CEO. Totally. A billion dollars. Okay. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. Jennifer Nettles is going to Broadway. She is joining Waitress. the cast of Waitress following in the footsteps of Sarah Bareilles. And, and Catherine else. McPhee. And Catherine McPhee. And is wasn't it um Carrie Russell? And... Miranda Sings. No. Yeah, she really? was in Waitress the Musical. I don't know if she was the actress that Sarah Bareilles was, but she was in it. So was Todrick. Okay. Also, the part has been played by Jordan Sparks, Nicolette oh. Robinson, Shoshana Bean, Betsy Wolf, and more. Wow, okay. I didn't realize there had been so many people who played it. If you're like a Broadway like fan or just like like hearing people who can sing... Go to YouTube and search Shoshana Bean, She Used to Be Mine. And it's a video with Broadway.com. They have like this studio in Times Square where people just like come and sing covers. And it is, hands down, the most beautiful thing I've ever heard in my life. So I've never seen Waitress the Musical. I have no idea what it's about. But She Used to Be Mine is my go-to karaoke song. And I'm not going to lie, like, tears are shed. Like, it's a moment for us all. And now I'm like, I've got to go see the musical. I've never even seen it. Also, I was thinking Shoshana Bean sounds familiar from Greatest Showman. Somehow I couldn't put it together. She recorded the demo for This Is Me. Not the one that we heard. Like, obviously, it was chaos. Oh, that's so interesting. She, like, was part of the... She's just, like, a Broadway queen. She's, like, a New York queen. And she has the most incredible voice, like, you've ever heard in your life. That song, She Used To Be Mine, just makes me too sad. It's so sad. 
later today, like when you have a moment of peace, go to YouTube and watch a video. It's and then also they have the same Broadway.com video with Catherine McPhee singing it. Also really good. Shoshana's much better, but Catherine's is also stunning. Interesting. It's not easy. It's cute that the show always has like a uh rotating a, a rotating like big star and I think this country Broadway Moment. crossover is going to be so exciting. I love Jennifer Nettles. Like, she is a true icon. Yeah. What band is she in? Sugarland. Right. She was not like a band, just like a duo. Yeah, but she also did some solo stuff, I think. Yes. Also, she has a song with, like, Bon Jovi. Speaking of music, Kelly Clarkson's new Christmas single came out today, Christmas Isn't Canceled, Just You. And I was listening just to it. Just you? Is she talking to me? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's like her fault. But no, she's talking about her ex. I when I was oh! when I was listening to it, I was like, oh, this is like a good like Christmas song for someone who's like. Is it about an elf with old tweets going through a breakup? <laughs> no, it's just like how Christmas isn't going to be ruined for her because he's not there. Right, and you're I, ruined, I, I had, not Christmas. I had forgotten that she's like literally going through such heartbreak right That's now. That's so Kelly Clarkson to write like a breakup song, but make it Christmas. And she has a Christmas album coming out on October 15th, which is crazy because her existing Christmas album, Wrapped in Red, is the best Christmas album. Like if I could only listen to one forever, it might have to be that one. It's so fucking good. So the fact that we're getting a sequel, we're not worthy. If I could listen to one Christmas album till the end of time, it would be like the Glee one. It's so good. And you get all the classic hits. Right. No, but I'm saying hers is up there with like the best of the best. Carrie Underwood, Mariah Carey. Well, Mariah Carey doesn't actually have a Christmas album. She just has the Christmas song and she's yeah. the Christmas queen. Yeah. She's I would Mrs. have to Claus. go through, like Michael Buble would obviously be, you know, yeah. some people's um, choice. I, I don't know. After that whole Michael Buble scandal, I was never able to look at him in the same way again. Like, Yeah, no, things have changed. Think, he keeps coming up on my TikTok and he's like, he's doing all these things to prove he's not a sociopath. And I just know like when the doors are closed, like he's a fucking monster. Like I just know it in my bones. When, his, when your eyes are closed, you see, see him for, for what, what he, he really is. Ours, which, which is, is a ugly. monster. <laughs> literally. Um, but back to Kelly. Wait, what was the back story? Back to Jennifer. Oh, Jennifer. So yeah, so she's Sugarland. Of course, she sings the iconic Taylor Swift written song, How Could You Do This, Babe? And then also, Stuck Like Glue, You and Me, Baby, We're Stuck yep. Like Glue. She's kind of like an icon. Yes, she is. There's one Sugarland song that's like iconic. So good. I don't know if it's even, let me try and find it. Hold on. Let me try and find it too. I'm trying to find it in my like songs, but it's like. She also has. Um, a song with jo- Bon Jovi. Could it be still the same? I don't know. It could that. be. That's what's in my liked. What is the song she has with Bon Jovi? It's so good. Jennifer, what's her name? Nettles. Nettles. Who says you can't come back? Being all around the world, that's a matter of fact. She's a queen. Like, can't wait yeah. to see her on Broadway. Maybe I'll finally see. I really would like to see. Also, Unlove You by Jennifer Nettles. It's in my heart, so it must be good. I would like to see Waitress Musical. I don't know if I want to see it with Jennifer Nettles, though. Like, I really would love to see it with Shoshana Bean or, like, Catherine McVeigh. Well, she's the one you got. I missed it. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Okay, you ready for our next story? But will you promise me you'll watch that Shoshana Bean video? I actually can't promise you because, I, like, it might make me too emotional. Oh, my God. Just watch it. You don't know you what it's like to, to watch be it. hormonal. So good. No, you have I, to avoid emotional triggers. It's not emotional. It's just a beautiful song. No, but that song... I find to be particularly sad. It is, but like that's why it's so beautiful. And honestly, like I think that's going to become like my next go-to song. Like you know, whenever I'm like, you know, I can sing, and everyone's like, Claudia, sing. I always sing. Don't rain on my parade. I disagree with this no, decision. You're trust making. me. I'll send you a video later of me singing it. Like I did karaoke at 
Brian's house. Why don't you share with the class? No, no, no. Give us a little sneak peek. It's too meaningful to me. Give us a sneak peek. If it's so meaningful, you can't even sing it like just on the couch with your sis. How are you going to sing it at a dinner party? Well, I haven't practiced it like enough yet, but like I will get it to a point where it's so good. I can't do it yet, honestly. Like it's, I'll make a video and send it to you and then you'll let me know. Okay. Okay, fine. But like nothing's. And carves out a person. No, I'm kidding. I'm really going to work on it and then I'll send it to you. Okay, thank you. But now I've got you. No, I'm done. I don't. Next story. If I'm honest, I know. No, I'm done. Uh, yeah, it's not sounding. Uh, <laughs> Excuse like, me? Because don't rain on my parade. Your ver- the Claudia version for me is, is better than Rachel Berry. Like, you know how I feel about it. So you're going to have to really You know what? Something. When I get home today, I'm going to make two videos. Okay. One, don't rain on my parade. Two, she see mine. And we'll put it to a vote. Okay. I'm not worried. Are you ready for our next story? Finally, are you going to cut me off and sing again? No, I'm just like really like hurt that you said it didn't sound good. I'm sorry. For your one, for your go-to song, it's got to be the best of the best. Like, I'm not going to let you get away with mediocrity. Fine. (laughs) Are you ready for our next story? No. No, yeah, I am. Okay, cool. Linda Evangelista is suing over cosmetic procedure that she says left her brutally disfigured and deeply depressed. Hmm. The former supermodel said, to my followers who have wondered why I have not been working while my peers' careers have been thriving, the reason is that I was brutally disfigured by Zeltique's cool sculpting procedure, which did the opposite of what it promised, she posted to her Instagram. She claimed the treatment increased, not decreased her fat cells, and left her permanently deformed, even after undergoing two painful, unsuccessful corrective surgeries. Oh my god. She added that she has been left as what the media described as unrecognizable. This is really surprising. Yeah, also because Cool Spa is like an outpatient, it's not like an invasive procedure. So to have results that leave you like disfigured when it's like a, out, some people don't even see results from Cool Spa. Like, yeah, that's mostly what I've heard about Cool Spa. Right, it's like a waste of time any, and money. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm not that's sure. So sad. But like that is really sad and also like, like just a good warning for other people. Yeah. You know. Really I don't really think I believe in, in Cool Spa, even though I do know someone who got Cool Spa on their neck and it like looked amazing. Really? Like, I was Did shocked. They ha- what was their neck situation before? Like big neck. I thought about doing Cool Spa a few times. I know, I remember. I thought that my, you know, particular ailments would could be solved, but then enough people told me that it's a waste of time. A waste it's a of hoax. Money, and it's like a little painful too. It, no, it's incredibly no, but, painful. And I thought at worst it was just a waste, but it seems like at worst it could do the opposite of the intended effect. So, yeah. effect. Like, unfortunately, like, things like that, like, if you want to get all the fat removed, like, you just have to get liposuction. Like, you, there's no magic machine unless you're going in for surgery that's going to get rid of it. Trust me, I've tried. Yeah, it's really true. So, or, or, like, or like, you could go on a diet. Diet and exercise. Right, which is going to be a no for me. But th- there are still, like, other things, though, that you can't target so- with diet and exercise. Like, if you just, you right. know. Right. That's why, like, so many people just get, like, liposuction in the stomach, so the stomach's, like, always flat. Yeah. And then, like... Yeah. Anyway, she said, I'm moving forward to rid myself of my shame and going public with my story. I'm so tired of living this way. I would like to walk out my door with my head held high, despite not looking like myself any longer. Oh, come on, Linda. Do we it. are here for you. Do who it, cares? Linda. Like, you're a queen, an icon. To be honest, I don't really know who Linda Evangelista is, but, like, her name sounds familiar. She, she's one of the, like, Cindy Crawford. Big, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think she doesn't get out of bed in the morning for less than $10,000. That was her who said that. That is a really fabulous mantra to have. And, and that was before inflation. 
population too. I mean, it's probably like 30,000. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't that long ago, but yeah, inflation. Inflation is real, man. Inflation's pretty high, so. That's really sad, but like, you know what? You're a queen. I hope that this feels like you've broken, broken the shackles of your shame, and you're a queen, and like, live your life. Yeah, agreed, and it was Linda Evangelista who said that. Got it. Are you ready for our fifth and final story that's going to lead into our TV recap? Oh. No, I'm not. Hold no, on. you're not ready. We got to get the band together. Back together. For band practice. Okay. Now. It's the final story. It's the final story. She used to be mine. How about for your dinner party trick, you sing the final story? And should I bring my triangle with me everywhere I go? It's the... Thank you so much for having me at your beautiful (laughs) home. I've had an amazing time tonight. This is The Final Story by Jackie and Claudia Ashray. (laughs) It's the final story. (laughs) Stunning. I got to work on the arrangement, but that's a good idea. Yeah, beautiful. Also, like... I like how we're worried about this when I've literally been invited to one dinner party in the last like six years. Yeah, but you know, it's just like two truths and a lie. You always have to be prepared. Always. Our fifth and final story is that Tom Girardi was spotted leaving a two-hour lunch with a friend at an upscale restaurant, and the paps got him papped. They asked him the question that's on everyone's mind, did Erica know anything? And he stated, I think she does. So here's the thing. I watched the video, and he's definitely like weird. Like he's not the... Actually... He didn't feel, like, that different than, like... He's always been, like, an old man who, like, talks slow and, like, is weird. But they're saying he has early-onset dementia, blah, 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 Alzheimer's. So if they ask you a question, you're not going to know who Erica is. I mean, it depends on what stage he's at, but also, like... I'm the answer to his fine. question was in like the wrong tense based on the question that was asked. Did she know anything? And he said, I think she does. Yeah, now she knows everything. Thanks. Oh, that's an interesting call. I mean, this doesn't bode well for Erica. This is like the first time anyone's even gotten a word out of Tom's mouth. Right. And he's really the only one who would know in his heart and soul, like if she knew. But of course, like they're also going through a divorce. So of course he's not going to have right. her back, which is just even more surprising after last night's episode where she really like was acting like the concerned ex-wife like put all the drama aside like this man deserves better than what he's getting and if you watch the video fast forward the next day he threw her under the bus that's his version of he had two bodyguards with him who were like telling the paparazzi like turn your camera off turn your camera off like no 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 and tom like stood by and like wanted to talk and he like thought for a second and the paparazzi was like i'm not turning the camera off tom wants to answer me And he did. Like, Tom didn't move. Tom had something to say. Well, that doesn't surprise me because, I mean, obviously his ship is going down. There's no stopping what he did. But he's also mad at Erica. She dropped him off at work and then left Left, him. Left, yeah. High and dry in in what is going to be the worst time of his life. Mm -hmm. And he wants to get back at her. And she's, you know, in Vegas opening up Sushi Samba. And she's on TV. And, like, even though she's obviously going through a hard time compared to the uh, living facility that Tom's in with his black eye, mm-hmm. you know, he wants to take her down with him. No, he's like, this is bullshit. So I don't believe really what he has to say, but it's just like, it just underscores even more so how last night, of course, like Erica having concern for Tom's well-being is just feels so misplaced when it's like, it's not that she said, you want to know who your real friends are? 
get old and go broke. That's not what happened here. Get old, go broke, and, and steal, steal from some of the most, most vulnerable members of our society. Yeah, exactly. Then you'll know who your real friends are because yeah. who would want to be fucking friends with you? <laughs> no, totally. And I would say if I was your friend and I left you because you took advantage of the most vulnerable <laughs> members of our society, I would feel good about no, no longer being your friend. A hundred percent. I would feel as though I'm the good person in no, this situation. Honestly, after last night's episode, and we'll dive into the TV recap in one second, I just really felt like I can't keep up with what's going on anymore. Like, first of all, the Erica stuff is so frustrating frustrating like we're all just like sitting around this table acting like Erica's not there's not a good amount of evidence to prove that Erica knew about these atrocious crimes like so we're all just gonna pretend that doesn't exist and then there's this like moronic shit going on between like Dorit and Garcelle and like and Lisa and Garcelle and it's just so stupid like I actually could not keep up with the other side of the table last night no agreed and it, it turned into what seemed to be a nice dinner but I I'm so glad Garcelle called out what they continue to do, which is like, be honest, be honest, be honest. Oh, and I'm helping you. I'm going to throw you under the bus, but it's for your own good. Okay, so let's dive into the TV recap. I feel like now's as good a time as ever. And the TV recap is brought to you by FastGrowingTrees.com. Skip the big box stores and head to FastGrowingTrees.com, the world's largest online nursery, because actually the fall is the best time to plant trees. And I don't know if you guys knew this, but yesterday was the first day of fall. There's no more waiting in line, messy cars, digging through lackluster selections. Just go to fastgrowingtrees.com and choose from thousands of varieties of trees, shrubs, and plants, expertly curated to thrive in your area and deliver to your door in one or two days. Whether you're looking for shade, privacy, fruit trees, or just added color for your yard, every plant is shipped with a well-developed root system ready to explode with new growth coming come spring. So this is fabulous. Like If you're a plant mom and you have a yard hustling back and forth to the store and like getting dirt all over your car is just no way to live and fast growing trees is just fabulous selection the delivery is amazing and the plants arrive in tip-top shape and now through november 30th go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash toast you get 15 percent off so that's fastgrowingtrees.com slash toast for 15 percent off um fast growing fastgrowingtrees.com slash toast check it out that's a new sponsor and for all of our um Plant moms. moms. Check it out. Yeah. No, that's a great tip. Thanks, Claude. Okay, I'm sorry. What were you saying? So, I was, Garcelle. Okay, so, okay, I guess we'll talk about Dorit and Garcelle and their tiff. And Lisa um, Rinna just, like, butting in. I can't stand her. Oh, my her. God. And I can't stand her. And everything just comes back to Denise for me. I'm sorry. And Always. Like, same for Garcelle. And I just, she gives voice to so many of the things. To the voiceless. That, that I'm, yes. And so many of the things that I'm thinking and feeling. Like, even when Sutton, you know, Kyle literally. Did the same thing. Did the same thing. And is telling her she's helping her. Like, I'm sorry. No, you're not. I, I, I know I'm not on the show. But you're not helping anything. And you're not letting Sutton get her point across. I'm glad Sutton and Erica have just reached this, like, I don't want to talk to Same. you. I don't want to talk to you. Erica is so fucking dismissive and rude. And for someone who's being, it's not that like, they keep acting like, oh, it's just her husband lost her money. And you know, that it's just like, it's she's more than that. Collateral damage. Like it's so much more than that. What Tom's being accused of is awful, awful, awful. And for the women to sit around and pretend like that doesn't have anything Bearing. to do with Erica. It's just like, what? No, and it's I can't moronic. get over the fact that they were married for 20 years and she divorced him the week before all of this came out. Like, how are those two things not related? No, of course they are. And honestly, like, Erica's so mad at Sutton for calling her a liar. But in response to being called a liar, she has called Sutton small-minded, Miss Small Town. She's threatened her. So it's like, we're 
not even here. Like, it's so stupid. And honestly, if I was Sutton, I would be so mad at the other women. A hundred percent. Especially, like, because in light of, you know, how they treated Denise for um, what for, she may or may have not done with Brandy. It's in like, her personal life. Where is that energy? Own it. Answer the questions. Be honest with Erica. No. And what is Lisa Rinna's tagline? Um... Because I had a thought while watching last night's episode. Because it's such a contradiction. These lips were made for talking. I don't know. Hold on. Lip, lip. It's something about her lips. Lisa Rinna tagline. These lips. Oh, my lips are legendary and they will never gloss over the truth. And when it really should have been, my lips are legendary and they will never gloss over the truth. Unless it's about Erica and Tom stealing millions of dollars from orphans and widows. No, they will never gloss over the truth when comes to Denise when it for suits everything me. else when it suits for me. everything else they're completely glossed over so I actually loved the conversation with Garcelle because Garcelle is right like there is something going on where she feels excluded for sure but then I think she also like broke and was very vulnerable being being like I feel excluded but I definitely am also like holding back because it's really hard for me to be the only black girl in this group and Lisa Rinna was like going so hard on Garcelle like we don't leave you out you leave yourself out and then when Garcelle like she, really explained what was going on oh I could have just killed Lisa like she was so oh my God. fake like getting up and hugging her like she's just so fraudulent if I were Garcelle I would just be like get well first of all I that thing of like people coming and behind hugging you, you from behind I'm just someone who like I can't even when Erica was crying at the dinner table at Kathy Hilton she had like a tear and Garcelle touched her face to wipe it away and Erica swerved like I don't like my face being touched I don't, either. I wouldn't want my face being touched either. So like when I see stuff like that, I, I'm just like, how are you just sitting there? And Lisa is just so fake. And also what really was confusing to me, it's like, I think they all had a breakthrough moment. And I'm glad that Garcelle like shared it. And, and that too. is how you become, you know, closer with 100%. people. You know, you share like how you're feeling about stuff. But the women were just like a little too happy. Like they were just like, this yes! is amazing. Like it's like your friend is crying and she's been feeling this way for a really long time. Like, is this really so amazing? No, Lisa, I'm telling you, Lisa was like too happy. And I actually think the person who had like the most genuine reaction was Kyle. And I really appreciated like what Kyle's, Kyle was like, I'm obviously not happy that she's been going through this, but I'm so happy to know about it. I think that was a good way to respond. Lisa was like doing a dance party that like Garcelle has been, you that know. She, that Garcelle's crying. And like, that Garcelle's crying and her whole life she's felt like an outsider. Like that makes you happy? Yeah. It was just like, it was a, a kind of an a lot reaction. I but, completely agree. But ultimately, I think Garcelle felt like well received by their reaction. Yes. And I think that the dinner and the evening then got off to a much better foot. And hopefully Dorit can just bury whatever gripe she has. No, Dorit with is Garcelle. like hanging on to this Garcelle thing for a storyline because otherwise it's just about her stupid dresses. And like, okay, so Garcelle did an interview with Mario Lopez and was like, they're coming for me and I'm coming for them. Which when you're out promoting housewives, like that's a very non-specific fine thing to say mm -hmm. like you know they're coming for me and I'm coming for them that builds up hype for the show it's not a big deal at all so like Kyle should not have brought it up and Dorit should have just fucking let it go like yeah everything to Kyle everything Garcelle says Dorit takes as a slight towards her no, she, or she's just trying to hang on to this so she can keep talking about it and it's like if you wanted to if someone asks you about how's the season going because Garcelle's the only one who does press every single day because yes. that's her job what else should she talk about Erica it's all very peaceful Erica Right. Because that's what everybody wants to know. So instead she made it about herself. Like that's actually a nice thing to do. I thought it was a totally fine thing to say. And talk about being blown out of proportion. Like yeah. so dumb. So dumb. And you know, I'm sorry, Garcelle is just spitting facts left, right, and center. Like also Lisa Rin is so up her ass to be friends again. 
But Lisa Rinna never steps in and helps Garcelle when like people are ganging up on her or Garcelle's just taking on a lot of women. Or not, she doesn't even have to take her side, but like helps mediate anything. Like yeah. Lisa runs outside to Harry Hamlin. Yeah, it's true. And then Lisa will say in her confessional that it's because she doesn't agree with Garcelle's point of view. But then it's like, how can you have a friend who you literally never agree with? Right, or like who you're and, always against, but you're dying to be back in their good graces. Right, it's like, no, no, I'm your friend. I just, I don't agree with you ever. And I'm sorry, Garcelle is right a lot of the time. Like, yeah. she has a really good head on her shoulders, and she doesn't have any, like, crazy alliances that, like, that... Cloud her judgment. Exactly. Yeah. Except I just do think she feels very protective of Sutton. And Honestly, they have a her, nice friendship. Her wheeling Sutton around and being like, I can't believe you're doing this to me on Black History Month. Like, that was so funny. So funny. They have a great friendship. I actually think they're really funny. And you know what's so crazy? What this episode highlighted? It's like, Rinna or, some, or Kyle was like, in their confessional, like, if you want to be a friend if you want to have a friend you have to be a friend and Garcelle doesn't do this for me and she didn't know Kyle's birthday and this that and the other thing I didn't think like, that was weird though okay whatever maybe she, like fine she didn't know Kyle's birthday but in the whole episode there's one woman who's in a wheelchair and it's Garcelle who's showing up to Sutton's That's true. room every single day to make sure that she gets to where they're going and she's the only one being an actual friend so in the same episode where they're saying that she yeah. doesn't know how to be a friend she's actually being a better friend than any of them agreed but I did think that birthday thing was bizarre like just because like Kyle's famous so like you know people a million people Instagram, are posting on yeah. Instagram and I just sometimes feel like and maybe that's what Garcelle was saying like she doesn't really see these women as friends she sees them as co-workers um and she's afraid to like let that wall down just because of all that she's been through and I did think that was just bizarre like how do you not know it's your co your co-star's birthday I don't know maybe she doesn't spend that much time on Instagram maybe she doesn't run her own Instagram like maybe she's busy I just, uh, also like I, I don't think she would lie about it so she just didn't know why didn't all the women just meet at the hotel in Del Mar like why did they have to meet at Kyle's house watching that whole ordeal was giving me such bad anxiety yeah like such chaos yeah though the trip looks really nice and yeah just, like I would love to do a GNO to an empty hotel no I know and like that's a great thing about when LA and like that's what I always see on like OC and, and Beverly Hills. There's so many great drivable destinations like Santa Barbara, Palm Springs, Del Mar, wherever they are. Like, Lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe. There's a big Sur. Like in Shaws of Sunset, they just went like literally camping and it literally looked like the mountains in like Utah. Like it was Sonoma. So cool. There's a million things. That's a great thing about California. Like for us, it's like the Jersey Shore, Atlantic City, Hamptons. Ugh, like there's really not much. Upstate. Yeah. So that looked really fun. And I just love Kathy Hilton. Like, I'm sorry. She really is the gem of the season without contributing one ounce of, like, energy or drama. But I do love when she does, like, make her stance known. And everybody just respects it. It's crazy. Like, she'll say, like, drop it. And they drop it. Because she's really, like, this wise leader. Yeah. No, and no one wants to, like, embarrass themselves in front of her. No. And she's not ever going to get in tit for tat with anyone. So no one even bothers. Yeah. She's a queen. Like, I'm obsessed. No, I totally agree. And her house is so fucking nice. Like, the back of it is just gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And that facial, although, how dumb. Like, to waste a facial on a, a Reiki-infused face mask. Like, Waste of money. Just looked like a delightful way to spend my day. Last week's episode. Oh, that was last week. Oh, so I, I caught up and I have to say, and I know I'm late, but like the conversation that Dorit, PK, Kyle, and Mauricio had about the ankle was sending me, PK is literally, I'm sorry, like the best housewife this season. Like everything that comes out of his mouth is so funny and so true. And when they're trying to rationalize why they wouldn't, the hospital wouldn't operate on Tom's brain injury, but instead his ankle. Like, and Dorit's trying to like come up with reasons. I was just dying, and I felt like maybe like 
when Kyle and Dorit were cooking in the kitchen, like Mauricio and PK like went out and smoked pot because they were like giving me vibes of like people who were stoned and it was that's so very funny. likely. It's very likely. Yeah. yeah. It was so funny. It was really funny. And, and Kyle I, like wanted to die because Kyle's really trying to stay on Erica's good side, like just in case. But now in real time, like I don't think that that's there. Oh, I do. No, apparently Kyle said, I mean, Erica said she only went into the reunion with one friend. Yeah, but like right the before friend. the reunion, remember they were all in Mexico on the boat singing I know, Zero Fucks? No, 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 but things have changed since then, I believe. Oh, good. And, and the women are on the outs. And even like... So they're going to look really the, fucking stupid for what they did this the season. The Fab Five went to John Mellicamp's yeah. concert. And Erica wasn't there. And it was in she, Vegas, right? And she was in Vegas opening yeah. Sushi Samba. Oh my God, literally, you're right. All the... Well, it was, well it's not five, Fab Five. Rena wasn't there. It was just Teddy, Dorit, and Kyle. Okay, maybe D- Rinna was, you know... Busy. Busy, and then two other people, but usually Erica would have been invited to yeah, that. Yeah, of course. And she was in Vegas, so, like, after she opened the restaurant, she, she could have gone went. to the concert. They all went to a John Mellencamp concert, and honestly, he brought the Housewives on stage, and it looked so fun. Like, that... Why couldn't Teddy have brought that energy when she was on the show? Like, a John Mellencamp concert that they all go to and film. Would have been great for John. Great for the Cougs. Is that his band? The Cougars? John Mellencamp and... It's the... Cougar sounds right. No, I'm like pretty but sure. Like not. Yeah, because he's John Cougar Mellencamp, right? Or did I just make that up? No, that makes sense. <laughs> Hold on, Teddy just posted it. I was looking right before. What's your favorite? The Cougs, yeah. Okay, cool. And I just like kind of love like John like being a house husband. So like, why didn't we get any of that when Teddy was on? She probably didn't want to be like known for that. Now she probably well now she's known for nothing. So right. right. Uh, well, no, she's known for being fired, which sucks. Yeah, but it seems like she's enjoying her life. Yeah, it does. And like her I don't think she liked being a housewife. I don't I don't think, think she could take the pressure. People just didn't like her. Like and in the beginning they didn't like her for no reason, which is like really hard to deal with. Like when you're just a nice person and people don't like you and for And you're just like no not reason. coming off well. It's yeah. just a lot. I think she has a nice life. Like Me she too. doesn't need that. So I, I I'm glad it worked out. And I'm glad her and um the Kyle are, are still st- friends. Exactly. Like, that was like a real friendship. Exactly. I think it's all good there. Me too. So all in all, it wasn't like a crazy episode, but um they did just tell the reunion and I'm very much looking forward to it. I do kind of wish they had waited to like the last possible minute. Right. Because now we have like this Tom footage that's right. not going to be asked about. It honestly, they should bring back the live reunion. They should. And it should be like an all day affair. Oh my God. That would be crazy. Because they filmed for like 12, 13 hours for the regular reunion and they only air like two and a half hours. I know, but I mean. I'm just saying like Real Housewives of Miami did it and they weren't even interesting. Yeah, but it, it wasn't good. I would love that. So that's a TV recap, and I believe that's our show. Is that correct? That can, is can you confirm? our show. Do you, what do you think? He said it's Affirmative. Your show. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Morning Toast Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places where you listen to podcasts. Find us the Morning Toast. Leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Congratulations if you have made it to the end of the episode. You are a part of the Society Season 2 and you are a true toaster. So if you are here, let us know that you've made it to the end of the episode by leaving a comment on our most recent Instagram and have that comment be the emoji of... The electric guitar for the Cougs. For the Cougs, yes. Okay, love you guys. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow for... Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday.